Welcome to The Solution, brought to you by Agent Truth. My name is Jeff Seabach, and today I have... Cammy Beckley. Cammy Beckley. So, Cammy Beckley is uh, one of the elite women realtors in Arizona, oh. right? Well, I mean, past par president. president of the Phoenix Association of Realtors. I mean, your your give back is 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 a, a country mile long, so we won't get into that because today we're talking to you as the practitioner, right? right? As the operator, as the woman that sold over three thousand houses in her career. So sharpen your pencils, get out the notepads. We're gonna dig into one of the icons in the business, Cami Beckley. Talk to her about. Cammie, today we're just focused on the top 10 realtor secrets that maybe people don't know that they should, what, what things that you think that should be overemphasized to, to people new to the business or people that are recharging their business, but top, your two, two of your top two things that you're like, if you do this, your business is going to succeed. So we're ready to hear from you. Do you, you it's going to be item number seven and eight if you've been following along, but Cammie, what out there that, that I guess we should let, let's review them. So I think number one and two was uh, team and database. Um, then we went, uh, I think we went buyer, broker, and market expertise. And then we went into um, actually Jennifer was being assertive and knowing your contracts. Kemi, what do you think that people need to, to be aware of the most? I think that... Okay. Probably, Jeff, the soonest that someone can realize when they're new to the, the business is, when do I actually need help? When can I designate things that, don't, that, that I shouldn't be doing, like ordering a home inspection or those type things? So I think you can only do so many deals by yourself without finding the fact that you need to hire a licensed assistant to come in and help you. And there's lots of ways to go about finding somebody and the, the assistant that I have right now, I've had for 14 years. Right. So you're so. saying that the key to growth for someone is knowing that there's a point, because I think that a lot of agents struggle with this, is once you do, is it 25 deals, 35 deals, Oh, I'm going to say deals? 15 to 20. Okay. It's ample. Right. Like once you're doing 15 or 20, because you're actually, I mean, in a normal market, you're going to have 10 to 15 percent cancellation rate right you're gonna write listings that are not gonna sell right like these are just re number normal real things so if you're closing 15 or 20 deals you're really involved in 20 or 25 and now i think um but i'd like to hear like what is when you get the free time are you, are you eating bonbons oh no when you can delegate to some well first of all you have to be able to let go you okay. can't be the controller and micromanage them. You have to teach them right, and you have to trust in the fact they're going to do what you've taught them All right. to do. And I agree. Number one, we gotta we as agents need to just let it go. Yeah. I mean, we're control freaks. We want to handle everything. We don't think anybody else can. That's not true. Right. You train them right. They absolutely can. And I think that um, when they when they can do the things that free you up, then that lets you go pick up the phone and reach back into your contacts or go preview more houses so that you know more, become a bigger area expert or whatever the case right. may be that so way. So number two is free time. Right, because absolutely. Because what you realize is, wow, I'm letting myself get bogged down with 
sending homes from MLS, with writing offers, with putting lockboxes on houses, doing mailers, that kind of stuff, right? Like that you were like, I need to not, I mean, you're oversee it, right? Right. But you're not doing all of the, the active work in between. Right. And now you have free time to do what? Well, basically continue to cultivate new clients, uh, you know, prospect in all directions that you can. But I think the biggie is when you have a licensed assistant, they're doing just like you said. They're hanging the lock boxes. They're doing all of that. Right. It's so. a different for most because a lot of people I hear them saying, well, I, I need a TC. But the challenge with the TC is there's a limit. They're a specialty item. They're mostly just around the contract. But when you're, let's say you're in the business one year or two years, um, there's lots of activities that you can't get to. Right. Right. Like there's just too many. Like if you're providing great service, that's right. You're you're actually um, there's it's just not possible. And that you, I think that what most agents miss is they they feel it's greater responsibility to keep talking to your client. And I want you, to, I want to come back to that with you because I know that you you address that. And we'll talk about how you do that with your assistant. Of are you because you're not 100% letting go of that client. No, no, of course not. Of course not. So, but there isn't any reason why, um, you know, Monique handles all of the day-to-day -day conversations with agents. As a matter of fact, when somebody texts me or calls me, I'll say, reach out to Monique, especially if you've got a buyer in your car, reach out to Monique in the office. She'll have all of the update that you need. So uh -huh. I make sure that, and I make sure that they know that she's licensed and that I've trained her from the get-go. So I educate them that they'll be hearing from her. Right, meaning that you're selling them on that they're gonna get the same experience. Exactly. But that you're offloading, what I like to say is you're offloading, loading the lower dollar activities because the practitioner should be doing the things that get paid the most, which is prospecting, negotiating, right. presenting, right, doing listing appointments, meeting with buyers, making phone calls, those are, what I think are still the the highest dollar productive activities and that the agent Absolutely. should be free to do that. That was number three is because you were talking about the chase, but then that's why I was thinking prospecting that, you, that you're free. Right. Um, wow. All right. So let's talk about how do you get one? Well, um, you know, I, Monique was an escrow officer before she was came. Was she the first one? No, she was my third one, actually. Okay. Um, uh, the, the, the first one I had for for 10 years and she changed careers. And then um, I, uh, um, the second one that I got was licensed that actually reached out and came to me through a friend. Awesome. So that that's how I, but so I So you think, were just letting the word out, mm -hmm. kind of like nowadays it would have been on Facebook exactly. or, or, yeah, okay. Exactly, and you know, um, I think that, I think I think someone that's in the escrow business is a wonderful situation if it's someone that's, oh. that's older or that just doesn't wanna. Yeah. You know, because a lot of what Monique does you can do she could do from home sure you know you could work you know absolutely remote as you know a licensed assistant no doubt about it and um so i think that just put the word out and then you start interviewing i find this to be the hardest for agents to let it go that's yes. why i think that was number one is 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 they just um because i think that one thing that we have to put out there is is do do you do your clients feel that you will do a better job than Monique? 
Sometimes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, but yes. I, I'm just yes. getting to the point yes. is that sometimes yes. they actually, because they're doing it a lot, right. they actually can do it better than us. But at that, most importantly, thinking that they don't need you to do everything. That's it, correct. It still has the cami seal of approval. Right. And it, because you know that because when it goes bad, who answers the call? I do. Okay. <laughs> but I think the biggie is letting your client know that your assistant, your licensed assistant, is an arm's length of you. She's just part of you. And that you've trained her and that literally she and I finish each other's sentences because when I hear her talking to somebody, she's saying exactly to them what Right. I'm and, well, I, I'm not worried about the people that have been doing it for five years right. and you fit right. I'm just talking about when people are getting started and you right. to realize that it's really just an extension. Right. You said an arm's length. It's Right. It's one, either one of us can pick up the phone. Exactly. Either one of us can serve you. I was just saying that because people can't let it go, they think that the client's not going to get good enough service. But you're telling me that actually sometimes they serve better service. Yes, they do. And you know, too. Because they're more responsive. On a listing appointment, many times, um, especially if I'm going up against somebody else, I many times will say, hey, I have a licensed assistant. You've now hired two people for the price of one. Awesome. That's a great point. So uh, I say that good deal, a lot. Right? How, I mean, how would it not be better for your clients, how you're putting them first, because now you're hiring two people instead right. of one? Right. Great job, number seven. Well done, Cami. All right. So number eight, what is the other thing that you, above and beyond, a realtor's secret that no one really like sells it to you, but you know is most important? Well, I got to tell you, the hardest thing for me is picking up the phone and calling and making that be an appointment that you schedule into your book, either five mornings a week or three mornings a week, whatever the case may be, and tell yourself, I'm going to make 10 calls or 20 calls a day and absolutely be, you know, be enough. What do I, what's the word I want? Be, um... Strong enough to be able to do it. That's not the word I want. But. You know, have the courage. Is I think. I mean, what you're, what you're, what Cammy's appealing to there is is that we all know that we struggle with this, and it's why you have to um, you have to get ready for it. Yeah. You have like to me to you. you it's a mindset, right? right? That you because it's not something that. <clears throat> you can let yourself be distracted during, meaning that you have to separate time, you have to block time, you have to get prepared. But I wanna talk about- Picking you, up the phone too. Right, when, well, well, both. But let's let's stick with, you. when you said pick up the phone, I thought that you meant outbound. Yeah, right? well, yes, gotcha. But do you do any kind of affirmations? Oh gosh, yes. You know, shoot, if I gotta be on the phone for you know an hour making you know 10 or 20 calls, First thing in the morning, I'm telling myself, this is what you're going to say. This is what you're going to do. And if I have to take a five-hour energy shot to get perked up to do it, I'm dancing and doing it. Yeah, I know Phil, he likes to stand up when yep. he talks. I know that when I have a bad conversation, you need to walk around the building yep. a couple times. Yep. Because you need to be hyped up and positive. Right. Right, because in just understanding communication, that voice is only about 45%, right? But it's your attitude and your up, like the fact that you're excited to talk to them. Right. And be, you know, go dress like you're going to work if you have a home office. Be, you know, you're not going to do it in jammies. That doesn't work. Right. There's very few people that can bang out 100 calls. Congratulations if you can. And, um, you know, the goal is to make 50 calls a day to reach 10 people. Right. Right. Like right. she was talking about right. 10 to 20, meaning right. pe people reach. Because right. honestly, if you're going to call, 
doing it for five minutes is, isn't really going to move the needle enough, right? Because right. you right. got to make the phone calls. you got to call the leads. So let's talk about picking up the phone yeah. when it rings. You have to pick up the phone. Speed to lead is the biggie, especially if it's a buyer or a seller calling you. Or even another agent that's shown your listing and wants to know information about it. You have to pick up the telephone. So how do you screen calls then if you pick up every call? I, I don't. So how, how do you answer people when they're, when they're, when they're uh, trying to sell you something? Well, if I mean, it's a spam call, I'm not taking the spam calls. I have okay. to admit that. Okay. But if it's, you know... Shoot, I just normally... As long as you recognize it's on number... As long as I know, you know, yeah. know who's calling me or, or I, you know, whatever the case may be that way. But you have to answer the phone and I can't tell you how many times people will tell you. You're the fifth person I've called. You're the first person to pick up the phone. Yes. Thanks for doing it. No, that that, that, is, that is definitely the case. I mean, I know that we created, uh, for the CBAC team, someone... We, we hired someone to answer the phone every single time because I think it's super important. I love that you pick it up yeah. for your business. Because yeah. really, um, I don't think it's till about 30 to 50 million, right? Because right. you, I mean, your best years, you were doing 30, 40 million right. and you were still picking up the phone. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was always amazed at Beth Ryder. Yeah. Because I was like, sister, doing 200 million picking up the phone? I'm like, I don't know. At some point, there's a point where you should let it go. Because right. I know that I gave it up around, I think... The answering of the phone was, I think it was, for 2014 or 15, right? When we, because we crossed 50 million in the, but the idea is that until you get to mega successful, right. you, because you, you're you're the head of the business, you're right. you're controlling it. Right. So. Absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else to add with that? No, and I think you know there's so much negativity. I think the biggie is that you just got to stay positive. Which means you got to brush yourself off every day when you step out of bed, and it's going to be a good one. Yes, agreed. So, awesome. Well, um, Cammy, tell everybody how they can reach you if they got questions about Cammy Beckley. Uh, Cammy Beckley, EXP Realty, and the CBOC team. You can call me at 480-225-7207, or you can email me at Cammy at cammybeckley.com right she is one of the best in the business we're glad to have her well thank you very way much way to lay down the rubber all right thank you we're out <laughs>